Before we start this episode of the Lillian Magnolia Travel Podcast, I wanted to tell you about the Anchor app. It's the easiest way to make a podcast, and it's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer, and Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so you can be around in places like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many other places. You can make money with your podcast with no minimum listenership. Everything you need to make a podcast in one convenient place. So download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. This is the Lily and Magnolia Travel Podcast with Dina, a Disney and Hawaii travel expert who will help you and your family make the memories of a lifetime. Whether it's the beauty, beaches, and culture of Hawaii or the whimsical family experience of the world's most famous theme park, Walt Disney World. Dina is like a fast pass for vacations and is the first to know about upcoming discounts, cool new products, and everything to help make your holiday customized and perfect for you and your family. Now, here's your host, Dina. Hey, buddy. What is your favorite Disney park? Disneyland. Why do you like Disneyland so much? Because... I like the castle there. So in this episode of the Lillian Magnolia Travel Podcast, we're doing things a little bit differently. Uh, my guest is Samantha Drew. She's an owner of an Etsy shop called JSA Creations. And a little bit about Samantha before we dive into the podcast is that she and her husband built their own business about two years ago. Uh, and they had already owned a 3D printer and originally decided to um, purchase it because he loves to build and craft. And when their son was diagnosed with autism, they decided that they would take their 3D printer and make toys with him, for him so that um, he could use it for therapy purposes. So they made things like fidget spinners and cookie cutters so that he could use it in his Play-Doh or the kinetic sand. Um, and it was basically a tool to help... Um, with therapy. So now that he is older, their son's name is Aiden, they decided that, well, he decided <laughs> that when they go to Disney, his dad needs to design different ears for him, mouse ears, so that every single trip they go to Disney, he's able to have different mouse ears each trip. The reason that I included Samantha in this podcast is because she is not only a Disney creator, but she's also a mom. And I thought that her um, information that she has about visiting the Disney parks would be valuable to anybody that's listening to this podcast that's considering going to the Disney parks with any kind of cognitive uh, disability. So without further ado, let's dive right into the interview. So welcome to episode five of the Lillian Magnolia Travel Podcast. Thank you so much, Samantha, for being on my podcast today. Can you take a moment to introduce yourself and a little bit about your business as well? Yes, thank you for having me. So I'm, my name is Samantha. So I run a shop called JSA Creations. So it's, it's me and my husband. So he is the one that designs all everything, all the designs. I don't design at all. Instead, I break the printers, if anything. Um, but I, you know, I do the marketing side and... I take care of the Instagram, the Facebook, the Etsy account. I'm the one that, so if, if, if you message me, message our account, you're going to be talking to me. But um, pretty much, you know, we're, we have a kid on the spectrum. We started 3D printing way before ears. My husband 
loves anything techy. He is for it. And he loved cosplay. So he started, you know, making, first it started with arcades, and then he started making stuff for the costumes. And then once Aiden got diagnosed, we started 3D printing like fidget spinners, little um, cookie cutters, so he could use for his Play-Doh. Ah, okay. And also for the kinetic sand that he likes, like pressing down with it. And eventually, you know, we started we started going to Disney more, and I was like, he thought, hey, why don't I make you guys ears? And then from there, it's 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 almost mandatory every time we go. <laughs> Aiden has a long list of ears. He has dad make him every time we go. It's always something different. So cute. I loved your. There's some Wreck-It Ralph. Wreck-It Ralph. Yes, I saw, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, those are the cutest ears!" But those are my favorite. Yeah, I really like that. I'm just waiting for you to do that ball cap because I want a ball cap <laughs> 3D. I know, I know. We're 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 getting there. <laughs> I promise. <laughs> I'm very excited for that. Um, so I'm gonna go ahead and dive into our questions. So the first okay. is, you said that your son Aiden is on the autism spectrum, just like my son Thane. Um, and I was wondering when you started going to Disney, was Aiden already diagnosed the first time that you went to Disney or did you guys go before you even knew that he was on the spectrum? So Aiden, we started to realize something was different when he was about a year and a half. Okay. We took him to Disney a month after his second birthday. We were already in the work, like we already knew he wasn't officially diagnosed, so what we already knew, we were already in the works of getting all the paperwork, and we were, I believe we had just finished meeting with the neurologist. Mm -hmm. So we, we, everything was already in the works. We were, he got diagnosed, we went in August, he got diagnosed in December. So it was shortly after. Okay. But the doctor, we already knew that he had autism. It was just a matter of, because generally when kids get diagnosed with autism, generally it's at three and up. Because right. it's so soon, like when they're babies, it could be that they're just, you know, a little bit delayed or it takes them, you know, a little bit longer than others. So they technically, at least over here, they don't diagnose until they're three or at least close to three. Okay. That totally so about a year and a half we knew, but when we went, we did not know. Okay. So that Although wasn't official is I guess what I was. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you knew, but you didn't yeah. have that diagnosis on the birth. Basically, yeah. My oldest son, I think I just was uh, like in denial for a while because <laughs> we, we recently got diagnosed with autism, but my son is um, eight. So we didn't know, and he didn't get his official diagnosis until he was seven. So it was. I mean, it's hard. I feel like it's hard. I don't know. Like, I think that even like looking back, I mean, every kid is so different. Yeah. And they all have their quirks. <laughs> they do. They, they do. do. And I think the signifier for me was finally like this toe walking is really getting excessive. Like what is driving that, you know, um, cause he seems to survive fine, but it was a toe walking that I was just like, I don't know about this. <laughs> so yeah, you know, so I mean, for me, the toe thing honestly was, so my, my husband walks on his toes. So for, for me, I just thought that maybe he kind of was, imitating dad ah that makes sense and my mean, my husband was doing it so i was like right. so it must hey. be normal right i just thought maybe you know kids tend to follow like whatever we do so i figured maybe he's just imitating dad so i really didn't take that into consideration or i didn't learn about that until they're like oh that's part of autism i'm like okay well 
husband does it. <laughs> yeah, I totally. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so, can you tell me about how your first visit with Aiden went at the at Walt Disney World? So it was terrible. Oh no! It was so you know. I got, when I was pregnant, I was so excited. I can't wait for him to be two years old. I want to take him to Disney and oh my God, I can't wait. I can't wait. And then the day comes and it's a disaster. Really bad disaster. <laughs> so I went with, we scheduled a family trip. Um, it was my husband's, uh, my in-laws and my, my husband and our son. And he was, it was just a nightmare. He was overstimulated. It was, we went in, I believe we went in August. It was hot. Um, the crowd, the noise, and to, like it was just overall like tantruming, crying. And at the time, we really didn't know much about autism because when we went, we weren't for there was no point in, in doing research because we weren't 100% sure. We were right. still waiting for the results. Maybe he wasn't. We'll figure it out. And it was tough. It was tough because not only did we, could we have used a little bit advice training just speak to help understand him we didn't take any breaks we just figured we'll just go and figure it out and we were not prepared so i definitely feel like um our first time was pretty terrible so what would you say was your biggest struggle after? Um, i mean it was everything oh, no. between the waiting in lines between the crowd it was hot um he just it was just definitely not prepared uh, right right and he was just over stimulated like you could look at him you can tell he was gone like he was just like too much stimming and oh, it was I... it just i mean once we got to the hotel and we were playing in the little pool or the splash pad things got better um but overall that first initial first time it wasn't as great as it could have been but Dream it is, right? <laughs> exactly, because you're just, you know, you always dream about, I can't wait to take my son. And and even we ended up going a couple months after that with my parents. And even then it was just, at that point we were like, listen, we already know he's diagnosed. We're going to take a break. And we did breaks, which helped, but it was just still very, very, and, and we went in February at that time with my parents. So it wasn't as hot as when we went then, but still, it was just rough. Yeah. I think that was, you know, like I said, my, my oldest, um, well, he was seven the first time we went to Walt Disney World as a family. And I think that was the biggest thing was we went in March and it was hot, like <laughs> so hot. And I didn't, you know, we were coming from Colorado, so we're used to like 40 yeah. in March. So we get there and it's like 80 and he just like, oh. He just melted down completely. He couldn't. He was crying. I remember it distinctly at Animal Kingdom. He was like by the Tree of Life, and it was just like, I'm not walking anymore. I want to go back home to Colorado. I was like, we can't go. Like, we have to stay. <laughs> oh my God. No, and it, it's, it's, it's terrible because you have this, like, I can't wait to show him what Disney World is and this. And I remember talking to my doctor when we came back from my parents, going with my parents. Um, I had spoken to her about that this is our second time and it just seems like it's a disaster. Now that we know he has autism, what can we do? How can we help him? And she had said, listen, you either take a break for a little bit and wait till he gets a little bit older. You know, by then you've already done a couple months, a couple years of therapy maybe. Um, and then try it again. Or you continue to go and you expose him 
as much as you can and take breaks, bring snacks. If you need to bring the iPad, if you need to bring books, toys, anything, while you wait in line, bring it and take breaks and try to do it little by little. And, you know, at first we were like, oh my God, do we really want to pay for another Disney trip? And then this kid just completely hated. <laughs> but <laughs> we decided to um, take a chance and continue going. We decided to just do like weekend trips. And, you know, at first it continued to be hard, but little by little, we decided to do it like just go just us, me, my husband, and my son and my little sister. If you ever see me post with a, a blonde little girl, it's my sister. <laughs> so we were just kind of stuck to just going us four, and it seemed to, you know, help a lot or as much as, as much as it could. And then little by little, it got better. You know, every time we go, we have a different technique because he's getting older, he's getting mature. Um, you know, luckily for my husband, he's trained, you know, how to deal with, with people on the spectrum, me, because I do all the therapy, you know, and my sister over the summer, she goes into his ABA school and she does, um, therapy and they try to like train her to help her with him. So it's pretty much like, we're all like his little bodyguards. We're all trained <laughs> in our own little ways, but it does get better. That's, I, yeah, I 100% agree with that. Um, and especially when he has that support system like that, it does make things, you know, <laughs> get better <laughs> over time. Um, so my next question is, if you could have done anything differently for your during your first visit, what would you have done? I know my answer would be I would have waited until <laughs> I had to. So I was just going to say that I would I would recommend if you have anybody on the spectrum or ADHD, anything, I would wait till they're at least three because they are more mature and you kind of, they have more of a way to communicate. My son was, was two. He had no way to communicate like, right. oh, this is too much. No, he would just completely just stim and just be gone. So we didn't know. We were not educated the way that we are now. So to us, we were like, what are we doing wrong? What is it? What's wrong with him? How can we help? Like we you know, we didn't understand that, listen, this is too much for him at the moment. So we need to take a break. Now that he's much older, when I see that he is, you know, stimming, or if I see he's overwhelmed, we know to be like, okay, stop. Like, we need to break. Or, hey, bud, what's wrong with you? And he can tell us he's needs a break. And we can be like, okay, fine. True. So true. Or like having even I think that was the biggest thing for my son was that I went like commando style when we went to Walt Disney World. I didn't have a single rest day. Like, and we went to all four par parks back to back. And I was like, oh my God, we should have taken a break like at the pool one of the days or something, you know, but we didn't do that. It's hard. So maybe that would, I mean, I would definitely have waited and maybe not have gone in the heat. <laughs> for sure. This is the first time, just because you don't want to like shock them. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> it was a bit of a shock for him. Oh my gosh. So can you tell me about your most recent visit to Disney with Aiden? How that went compared to the first time? <laughs> okay, so now so Aiden is gonna be seven. So this is like five like five years worth of going three or four times a year. Cause we we do live in Miami. So we're only about four hours. Um, so from that now, now it's so different. Like 
if he needs a break, he just flat out, hey, I need a break. He, what we end up doing is we try to write all the rides until he needs a break. And then we just stand in line to meet the characters. He is obsessed with the princesses. He is a ladies man. He is like, he's just loves the ladies. So when he needs a break, that's generally, we're like, all right, let's go stand in line for Rapunzel or Ariel. It's one of his two favorite ones. Um, so we, we, we do that. Um, he loves to ride rides now. Yeah. So we ride everything since he was about three things started to change where he ventured onto wanting to ride things. Ah, okay. Do you? One year was with his mom. Right. Only, only felt like safe with his mom. Right. And then another year was he only felt safe with dad. Aw, that's so. Then like by the next year it was like different rides. He was, he knew which was safer with mom and which was safer with dad. So he, he alternated and hopefully um, he's excited because my sister turns 12 this year and Disney's, in order to for a minor to ride with another minor that the one they have to be 12 years old so he's super excited because even though she's 11 and she's my height um i told i would tell him like hey just just tell him that, that she's 12 and he's like no i follow the rules so now that she is 12 yeah so we can make this happen <laughs> that is so cute that's so true do you find that he, because um, I know in particular for my oldest son, he just likes the like, he's not a big thrill ride kind of person. So he won't do like, Mommy. he won't do like the Tower of Terror, um, but he will do Rock and Roller Coaster. It's just certain rides. I guess the dark ones that he's like, yeah, I don't do that at all. <laughs> I mean, Aiden likes to do his research on the rides and um, he likes to go on YouTube and kind of like see how, what the rides are like. So at three and four, he was riding the Tower of Terror. But then when he heard one of his friends were scared, he wanted to like support them. And then he's like, no, 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 I'm scared now. So since then, he hasn't ridden the ride. <laughs> oh, man. Sorry. Sign of mom life over here. I know. It's okay. Um, so what have you learned that has helped you navigate the Disney parks with Aiden since this is diagnosis? And these I mean, I, for us, things that we use to help him, snacks. He's a definitely a snacker. Um, breaks, we would um, find things that he enjoyed. So if he needs a break, maybe we could go to Tomorrowland and watch the paper mover while he takes a break. Or um, he likes, I don't know if, if your son likes them, but they're like blind bags. And you don't know what type of Lego you're going to get, Lego minifigures. So on Amazon, they have them super cheap compared to like the stores. So I would always buy however many days we're going. So if we go three days, I'll buy like three bags and I won't tell him about it. And when he's having, you know, when I see that he needs a break, I kind of just bust one out and he plays with it for a little bit right. and then he, he puts it in his bag and then he's done. He's over with it. But, um, you know, if I, sometimes I will just give him a headset and here, just sit down listen to music. He love, he's super into music. So music will calm him down. Um, or, you know, give him the iPad for a little bit. I definitely try to understand that he can be overwhelmed, even if we've been going for so many years and he's used to it. Um, some trips, I can tell you some trips, the blind bags work. Um, some trips, it doesn't work. Some trips, he, he tends to want, you know, the, the phone or the iPad. Um, this last trip, he just wanted to ride, 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 ride. Nothing worked. Like he just wanted to just go, 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 which was great. 
But like I had said earlier, every trip is so different. Right. You it's can't pick that and go. Right. I mean, exactly. we're human, like even us as adults, like it, it, even if everything is planned perfectly to the T, our trip could still go on, you know, not the way. Yeah. Never know what, but I do come at least, I always, I mean, for, for my, or I guess my opinion, I would suggest for parents to just come up with a plan, come up with a couple plans in case the first plan fails, have backup, right? You know, whether it's snacks, little toys. Um, I sometimes, if, um, if we're going to sit down at a restaurant like we, like we pay for specialty dining, I'll go to the dollar store and they have the miniature activity books that comes with like two crayons and stickers and in a little um, coloring book, I usually will pick up a couple of those. And that's a good idea. <laughs> I do that, or or sometimes at Publix they have Hot Wheel cars for a dollar. I'll take a couple of those. Just something for him to like open up and like play something new. Because I feel like if I bring something like old, he's just like, okay, I already played with this a lot. <laughs> true, so true. Um, so just in case my listeners don't know what Publix is. It's a grocery store in the South, just, just so you know. Yes. <laughs> but I, I will agree with that. Like, I think that's something that we do is I always bring, like, you know, Target has the dollar bin and I'll always pick something, you know, a dollar bin and we'll wrap it up for him so that as like things, you know, he's melting down or something, I can just pull it out and be like, look, here's something new and let's keep going or, you know, go back to the hotel and chill out because, you know, we all need breaks. Let's be realistic. Even if yeah. we're commando, we're not all superheroes. So. Oh no. And this, and every trip is so different because you, you know, we don't know like this last trip, you know, he went straight from school. So he got to take a nap, you know, in between. And then by the time he woke up, he was energy energized. And he just kind of like, we went to, back to back, right, 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 right. But then the next day he was more like, okay, let's do rides and characters. Like every, it's just so, it's, right. it's hard to plan sometimes because it's so yeah. different, but definitely a backup plan. Which you're just piggybacking on my next question, which is um, what would you tell others to do in order to plan a vacation with a child on autism? And should they do it DIY or nudge, nudge, wink, wink? Should they use a travel agent? <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I definitely plan. I have a plan. Um, have like a, a safety word. We have a, we use, sometimes use a safety word where it's just me and him over like, it's, because sometimes it, like Aiden gets really embarrassed and we're like, Hey, listen, he's having a moment. Let's get out of here. Or let's, he's, he'll be he'll, in defense mode. I'm nothing's wrong with me. I, you know, I, I call the doctor funny story. I call the doctor and I tell her, listen, Aiden's not sleeping. So he hasn't been sleeping since this whole quarantine time. And, um, it's getting worse. Some nights are better than others. And she said, how bad? I said, well, Monday night, he woke up at one in the morning. He went to bed at nine, woke up at one in the morning and did not go back to sleep. And then I was trying to spend time with my husband. So we were watching a movie till like 11 o'clock at night. By the time we both fell asleep on the couch, by the time we woke up, it was 1230. We went to bed and we were up at one. So we had team no sleep. So I tell her and I'm like, listen, I... I, I'm, I'm having a hard time. He's having the sleep issue. And you just hear Aiden yell in the background, I don't have any issues. <laughs> my sleep issues are fine. Oh my <laughs> I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah, so we use code words. Words that he doesn't um, know that we're talking about. Uh, okay, that makes sense. Like 
spelling or yeah, something special that yeah. Yeah, well, it was like a banana and just you know something just random that he would probably just you know look at us in embarrassment. <laughs> Why are you guys being so weird? Yeah, he definitely thinks we're weird. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I think I would agree. I don't think anybody, especially with a child with autism or any kind of um, cognitive disabilities, I I absolutely don't think like winging it <laughs> no definitely not wing it. yeah just and definitely use a travel agent because yeah. sometimes they have tips from other clients or from their personal experience they might know like hey listen if i didn't know a travel agent i wouldn't have known about the disney disability pass so those are things that you know you might not know that would be that's useful true. that's very true and i feel like um be, you know, before I became a travel agent, like I, uh, my son hadn't been diagnosed yet, but I didn't know about half the stuff that I know mm -hmm. now. Um, that could have helped me, like planning a vacation, especially like the DAS or you know going to guest services for anything. <laughs> really. Yeah, you know, and just to the, the cast members. Yeah, yeah, they're all trained. It's so true. It's so true. I think another thing that I always, I love, and I feel like a lot of people take it for granted is the baby care center. And I only know about this place because my youngest son is two. So he's yeah. plenty of time, you know, nursing in there. Um, but like, it's always such a nice place because my oldest son can sit in there while he's waiting yeah. for us. And I'm just like, he can relax in the air conditioning and watch cartoons while he's feeding his brother. And it's just like, such yeah. a it's a nice little break and it's quiet. It is. It definitely is. So now um, I am at my last question for you. So is there anything that you wanted to discuss before we finish up this episode? I know that you had, um, I don't know if you're still doing it now, but I know you were doing donations for Autism Speaks with yes. products. So what, so originally, not this year because of this whole COVID-19 situation, but every year, my husband hosts a baseball charity event, and it's police officers against firefighters, and they donate all the proceeds to Autism Speaks. And usually I set up a booth, I'll have other small shops, um, we'll buy a bunch of like food, that whatever they buy, it goes 100% goes straight to Autism Speaks. Um, this year, because of the, the whole COVID-19, we had to cancel it, which really really was a bummer because i had a bunch of small shops donate autism pieces for me to go ahead and sell to be able to like raise more money so this year definitely was a bummer because i did not raise as much money but all of my april proceeds definitely a portion of it is going to autism speaks which is such an amazing thing and i really think as a, another mom of a child i'm like i really appreciate that a lot like uh, I know. What are we going to do with this COVID-19? We can't <laughs> do anything. I know. I know. That's what, that was another thing my doctor was like, maybe he's just missing his routine. And I'm like, I get it. I just, you know, I, yeah. I sold my living room like a classroom. Right. Rules on, on the walls and the agenda, what subject comes first. And the whole living room is a classroom. <laughs> <laughs> you have to do what you got to do, though, you know. I know best that we can do is try to keep their routine and you know make it as normal as possible and hopefully things go back to normal soon <laughs> hopefully hopefully my son's like am i gonna have summer camp i'm like I, i'm praying for you, no. I'm praying for you. <laughs> i wish you could say yes but you know we don't know we don't know no. yeah i know and i feel bad saying yes and then something happened yeah i know <laughs> 
I hope not. I hope not. Well, Samantha, I really appreciate your time today. Would you mind um, sharing your social links with uh, my listeners so that they'll be able to find yeah. you? Okay, so my Instagram is JSA, and then it's C-R-3-D-T-I-O-N-S. So it's JSA Creations. So it's the at symbol JSA Creations. That's my Instagram. And then my Facebook is, give me one second. Okay, so the Etsy, I'll tell you the Etsy. So the Etsy is Etsy.com forward slash shop forward slash JSA Creations. And then the Facebook is Facebook.com forward slash JSA Creations. And just in case anybody didn't get that, I will have it in the show notes. So thank you so, so much today, Samantha. It's been so thank much Thank you fun. for having me. I'm so glad. And check out her shop too because she does have autism um, merchandise too that's related to Disney. And I know I'm going to buy something uh, for my trip that hopefully happens <laughs> next year. Thank you so much. I know. I hope so. Okay. So we're going to do the quick fire questions. Uh, don't feel any pressure. <laughs> They're all questions about Disney. So the first question is, what is your favorite ride at the Disney parks? Haunted Mansion. Ooh. That, that's <laughs> um, what is your favorite snack? Favorite snack? Hmm, that's a hard one because I do like the churros, but I'll say Dole Hmm. So far, that's been the... <laughs> everybody loves that one. I do too. Um, I, there's at, I don't know if you've ever been to Hawaii, but there is um, the Dole Plantation there, and they have Dole Whips, of course. <laughs> and they put Lihing powder on it, which is like this Chinese sour powder. It's oh, like so good. So sweet and sour, but <laughs> it sounds delicious. Anything sweet, I, I like. Same, same. What is your favorite quick service restaurant? <clears throat> um, Columbia Harbor. That is a good one, too. Um, My favorite. <laughs> is that one, I, if, correct me if I'm wrong, but that one has a lot of seafood? Yes. Okay, yeah, I thought so. I, my son does not like that one, but <laughs> I go in and order on the kids' menu for him anyway. <laughs> so what is your favorite table service restaurant? And this is not exclusive to just table service. You can also include a character meal if you like them. Um, oh, uh, Ohana. <gasps> Ah, I've never been to that what one. Is the baseball one? The baseball one. Yeah, the baseball from Disney. Remember the baseball? Um, Are you talking Casey Jr.? No, he's talking Casey. Oh, Casey's. Yes, you're yes. the hot dog place. That's right. That's really good. I had a hot dog challenge there once, where they had like, uh, I think it was like twelve days of hot dogs. Oh my god, <laughs> I couldn't do it. <laughs> die so what is your favorite park out of all the disney parks um magic kingdom mm. i know it's hard because now it's hollywood yeah. studios um every 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 park every park <laughs> that is a good answer aiden i like that too but you know what my favorite one i didn't know my name was uh, <laughs> your name <laughs> <laughs> I do. I've, I follow you guys on Instagram. I've seen pictures of you. Mine <laughs> um, <laughs> <Mine> is blown. It's <laughs> <laughs> crazy. Uh, <laughs> so the last question is, what is your favorite holiday celebration at the parks? Halloween. 
Oh. Halloween! Halloween! We are we are already celebrating Halloween as we speak. I know. At, we're the, at the halfway point now. When this podcast comes out, I have a Jack. I have a Jack blankie. Oh, a- he has a Jack blankie. I love Jack Skellington. He's so cool. I think he's the coolest Disney Halloween character. <laughs> <laughs> He's laughing. <laughs> uh, well, that is actually all the questions I have. Okay, awesome. Thank awesome. you. Thank you so much. You guys have a good day. You too. Thanks for listening to the Lily and Magnolia Travel Podcast with Dina. Today's episode was jam-packed with fun vibes and great ideas. So if you missed anything, check it out on Facebook or Instagram at Lily and Magnolia Travel. And sign up for Dina's free newsletter to make the most of your day at the Magic Kingdom. Don't forget to subscribe so you're first to hear new episodes on planning your dream experience. 